What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse episode 100 for Saturday, April 9, 2022. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what is up, Wasabi? I'm excited. We got a fun show coming up. There's a special story that I'm like really, really stoked for that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but you know, man, let's start where we always start. Tell the people what you've been playing, dude. I've not been playing much. Only yeah. like just small stuff here and there. I finished uh I finished Resident Evil two. Didn't finish it, but I finished You finished your first playthrough? Yeah, I finished the first playthrough with uh As Leon? No. I picked it was Claire. Uh, Claire first. Alright. So And what'd you think? It's it's great. It's actually yeah. shorter than I thought it was. So, well, at least oh, yeah. like for the first playthrough. But yeah, yeah the I, games are not that long. Um, I haven't beaten the remake as both characters yet. I've only beaten as Leon. I keep meaning to get back into it, but like, with the way my schedule is, I don't have a lot of time to play games anymore. So when I hop back into Resident Evil, you gotta like be in the you know what i mean like if you forgot what you were doing it's like yeah yeah i could fuck the game up for you but i played it on like the easy mode so okay it like it makes yeah it makes things i'm a little bitch so <laughs> just it makes things a lot easier i just wanted to get through it so i was like let me just just yeah. give me the story and, and let me just get through this it's a good so, game though i'm glad you had fun with it yeah it's really good you played that at uh your girl's recommendation right she recommended it to you yeah, yeah. And then uh play some smaller games like Vampire Survivors. I don't know if you heard of this one. I think it's that like it's that tower defense game, right? No, it's like a uh it's like uh it's like a roguelike almost. Is it? But <laughs> it's 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 like a roguelike auto battler idol game not even an idol game you have to actively play it but everything just happens automatically like you just you attack automatically um it's like with that with this big like horde right it's got like a horde survival almost yeah yeah Yeah. i thought it was a tower defense i don't know why i thought that but um you're not you're not building anything you're basically just uh surviving basically against a horde that just flies out and and uh you're you're, you're collecting yeah. gems and you basically have to try to stay alive collect gems level up and, and get your characters stronger every time you level yeah. up you get to choose like one of three upgrades uh wait i'll pull up someone else's footage here so you can see what the fuck this looks like it's i've seen a gameplay of it before um i've had it recommended to me by steam before it's, it's I remember, like, like, it caught my eye because, like, the girl on the cover is doing, like, Bayonetta's pose from Bayonetta 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's like, I think it's a trace of it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, this game has nothing to do with Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah, I know. At all. So, don't let that trick you. <laughs> but, like, you see it, though, right? Like, it's an obvious trace, like, yeah, of that yeah. cover art. But um, 
I don't know. It's one of those mindless games that you just sit down and there's no buttons. You like you just hit, you just move, and everything else happens automatically. Maybe there's one button to to like select things in the menu, but that's it. And I don't know. Yeah, I just played. I played this mindlessly for a little bit, and uh, it's fun. So I'll check it out. I've seen it like recommended to me a lot. And it's only like three dollars, so yeah, yeah, it's not expensive. I might go and check it out then. Yeah, it's still early access, I do believe. So they're, yeah. they're still working on it and adding adding things to it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty dope. We'll definitely check it out then. I mean, for three dollars, like even if it sucks, it's like it was three dollars. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been playing a lot myself. Um, same games I've been playing before, actually. That's not entirely true. Um, I did get a weird hankering to charge up my Switch, not my Switch, my 3DS, okay. and play Pokemon. I don't know what it is, but some, like, compulsion came over me. Which one? To play Pokemon Omega Ruby, the remake of Ruby. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's still solid, like... So that generation of Pokemon is like my favorite. That's what got me like back into Pokemon. So I think I told you I skipped like Gen 2. So like Silver, Gold, Diamond. Oh, I didn't have a Game Boy at the time. So for me, I played like Yellow. I had to skip Silver, Diamond, Crystal. And then when I got my Game Boy Advance and Ruby Sapphire came out, I played that. And that's what like got me back into Pokemon. I've been playing all those games since then. And so I was like, I want to play a Ruby again, but to be honest, it kind of aged badly because of the quality of life changes in the newer Pokemon games. I was like, oh, I'll play like Omega Ruby. And it's still like fun. It's still really solid. That generation of Pokemon is really cool. That's the generation that had like Mega Evolutions and stuff. So I'm really upset they didn't bring that back with some of the newer games. I don't know where it came from, but I just had this compulsion to play it and I'm glad I did because I'm still having fun with it. Um, it's still Pokemon, so like it's super simple. You know, it's not complicated. I was having fun playing that. Uh, I also played. Um, what else did I play? I'm going through my Steam library trying to remember like what I played. Guys, a seven-hour analysis of Omega Ruby. I have seen some like shit, dude. Like I've seen some videos that are like, oh, here's a comprehensive. I saw this video it was like, oh, a comprehensive critique of Kingdom Hearts three. It's like a three-hour video. I'm like my God, dude. <laughs> like. Don't get me wrong, it's cool to see that content. But it was just Kingdom Hearts 3, though. It was just Kingdom Hearts 3. (laughs) And the whole video just him, like, shitting on, like, why he didn't like it. I'm like, dude, that's three hours. I mean, I don't (laughs) think I had that kind of time, man. Um, I also re-downloaded Borderlands 3, and I started playing that again. Boo. Still fun. It's just the story's fucking bad. (laughs) Yeah. Also, downloaded Tales from the Borderlands. So I'm going to be playing that later. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get to it tonight, but I'm definitely going to get to it. I'll talk about it next week. Because you, you bought that for me for Christmas, I want to say. And I haven't played it yet, even though I said I would. So Great. It's a great game. <laughs> yeah, that's what you tell me. And it is. I played the first episode forever ago when it was free on PlayStation Plus, I think. And it was solid. I really liked it. I just need to 
soundtrack's really good in that game too is it you never yeah. talked about the soundtrack you always talk about how the story is no, yeah the soundtrack's I forgot, good I, yeah i forgot how good the soundtrack was a lot of a lot of uh like one like one of my all-time favorite albums i discovered through that game actually really yeah so. mm. all right that might be worth checking out yeah i was already gonna check it out but i'll pay extra close attention to the music but yeah um that's i haven't been playing a lot lately i'm still playing like trials of mana that's still like fun it's kind of mindless i'm gonna be honest i'm really paying attention to the story which is like really bad because it's an rpg so <laughs> but i knew what i was getting into when i downloaded that game um but i haven't really been playing a lot one game though i, I forgot to mention so before we started the show avalanche reviews one of my like favorite reviewers he does a lot of like survival horror games and stuff he randomly put out like an hour long like video on the suffering, like an hour before, an hour maybe two hours before we started the show. Okay. Yeah, you ever played the suffering? No. So it's a third person action, survival horror game. It's not even really survival horror. It's more like action with like scary characters. But the thing about the game is that it's really really cool. It's like imagine like Silent Hill in a prison where all the creatures are, like, relative to, like, the prison, and they're all symbolic of the prison. It's really, really neat. But Avalanche Review just dropped, like, a video of it about an hour, two hours before we started our show. And all this wave of, like, nostalgia when I saw the cover just flew over me. So I might buy that and play that, too, and I'll talk about that next week. Um, That's available on GOG right now, so that's cool. You guys want to check that out. But yeah, that, that, that's like one game. I haven't played it in a, so long, but I'm definitely going to be playing that. Talk about it next week. So remind me to do that. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been playing a lot either. I haven't had time. This shit's been crazy. But I do want to get into. I do want to get into the jump into the news now. This is a really cool story I want to talk about. Um, our yeah. first story, if you guys checked out our show notes, you can see that Remedy Entertainment entered an agreement with Rockstar Games for a new Max Payne 1 and 2 project. Um, they announced that they will be remaking Max Payne 1 and Max Payne 2. A new agreement with Rockstar. Those of you who don't know, Remedy were the original developers of Max Payne. And they entered a deal with Rockstar. To, I think Rockstar helped publish it, and then later they got the rights to it. It's Max Payne is like one of my favorite games. <laughs> I've, I love Max Payne 1. I've beaten Max Payne 2 more times than I can count. They are legitimately one of my favorite games. So to hear that this is getting worked on makes me so happy. Um, it's going to be developed as a single as a single title, so it's going to remake the Max Payne 1 and 2 story and content as a single package for PC, PlayStation 5, and Series X and S. So no word yet if it's coming out on last-gen systems. So that's really interesting. And it's using um, Remedy's proprietary Northlight game engine. That's the same engine I think that ran Control, right? Yeah. So that's great. Control is a fucking beautiful game. Honestly, this is cool because Remedy hasn't worked on a Max Payne game since Max Payne 1 and 2. Because Rockstar developed Max Payne 3 in-house. Yeah, yeah. Which was still solid. Like, I still liked it. But it wasn't Max Payne 1 and 2, though. 
for me, I I missed the whole Max Payne train. Really? So I've not. I like I've played them a little bit, but not like I've never played them. Played them. You know what I'm saying? Even though I have Do you, them, on, you own them. They're on Steam. I have, I have them on Steam, but I hear that they're like terrible. Like you really gotta get some like user made mods to fix a lot of shit in in the PC versions. So I just never. Bothered. I haven't. I haven't fucked with it on PC in a while, so I don't know how well it runs. I played Max Payne 2 start to finish with no problem on PC. I think 1, though, gave me some shit. That's why I played 2 a lot more than 1. Yeah. But, now I might just wait for this to get released, which is probably going to take a couple years, yeah, at least. Yeah, for sure. Because it's still they're still in the in the concept phase, so you're not actually even really doing much on it, work on it yet. So yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, Remedy's got a pretty decent track record, so I don't think they're gonna fuck this up. Um, yeah, you know, I'm excited to see what they put out with this dude. Um, I love me Max Payne. I like Remedies games. I haven't played. There's like one of their games I haven't played. They're they're they're, they're supposed to be the one that's supposed to be shitty. What was it? Crossfire Quantum Break. X. <laughs> I haven't played Crossfire. <laughs> I forgot oh. they did that. <laughs> uh, but Quantum Break was another one that's supposed to not be good, but I never played it. Um, the game wasn't terrible. It was just I don't know. The, it was the the TV show shit that was the problem in that game. But. The, the game itself was, was pretty okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. I haven't played it, so I can't really judge. Uh, but honestly, like, again, I fucking love Max Payne. I can't wait to see this come out. Um, I still think, like, the bullet time stuff for Max Payne 1 and 2 still hold up today. So it's going to be really cool to see it with modern graphics powering it. Oof, dude, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. I'm so excited. It's, it's been such a long time since any other games attempted the, the bullet time thing. Like, remember when every game is doing that shit? Yeah, dude. And now no one does it. It sucks. It's yeah. such a cool mechanic. It's like jetpacks. Like, no games have jetpacks, but well, the games that do have them are fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Um, or dinosaurs. If you can make me a game with, like, jetpacks, dinosaurs, and bullet time, it'd be, like, a perfect game. Um... <laughs> But no, jokes aside, like, yeah, bullet time is like a very underused mechanic, and I can't wait to see what what uh what this is gonna look like with modern graphics, and the fact that they're doing it for both games one and two. I don't know if it's gonna be like a compromise like package with elements from the first one, almost the second one, or if it's gonna be like a legit retelling of one and two packaged on one disc as two separate titles. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, I'm excited though. It'd been so easy just to do the first one. I would have been happy with just the first one, but they're doing both of them. Oof! Sign me up. I can't wait. Um, right now, it, like you said, it's gonna be a minute. They're right now in the con early concept development stage, so it's gonna be a long time before we see it. But the fact that it's happening gets me so excited, and I, I can't wait, man. Um, moving on to next door, we're gonna, we got some games coming to Game Pass that I'm really excited for. 
Um, Cricket 22 is available now on Game Pass. Not excited for that or MLB The Show, which is now <laughs> on Cloud and Console. You're not excited for Cricket 22? I'm not even ex- I've never even watched Cricket, period. So <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say Cricket is one sport I've never even watched from start. I've never even watched a game of. I don't even know the yeah. rules behind Cricket. <laughs> I know it's not like baseball because you have to like hit it off the floor. It's like they roll it at you like bowling. Yeah. But I'm not, that's the only thing I know about it. Um, and you really like run back and forth too. It's like not. I think so. Yeah. And I know it's like, I know the cricket bat. I always thought those look cool. And I knew about that from like Shaun of the Dead, but like that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got MLB The Show 22. It's available now on Cloud and Console. Apparently that's a big deal. Because uh, you told me, like, last, I think last week when we said it was coming, the MLB games have been, like, PlayStation exclusive for years. So this is the first one that's coming to Xbox. Yeah, and it's on Game Pass. Which <laughs> and is... it's on Game Pass, yeah. Meanwhile, Sony announced that they're not going to have any of their AAA games launch day one on their new streaming service, but whatever, that's none of my business. Yes, it is. I'm fucking pissed at Sony <laughs> for that. Well, um, we don't even know what's going to be on it yet. I mean, it, 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 the show could be on there, but we don't know. Nobody knows. It could be, but they said that from the beginning, like, their AAA titles aren't going to be, like, day one, which sucks, because, like... Sure, but they're, well, talking about their, they're talking about their God of Wars and their, like, Horizons and Uncharted yeah. and shit. This is more... I don't know. Yeah, that's true. We'll see, but it's just, it's a bummer, because, like, with Game Pass, like, you know, Halo, Gears of War, Forza, those all dropped, but whatever. Um, we got Chinatown Detective Agency. I've actually heard of this one, like, forever ago. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. I got a copy of this from Humble for Steam. Yeah? They didn't tell me. Whenever they send me shit, I'm like, hey, is this on Game Pass? I always ask a question, because they never tell me if it's on game pass or not so there it is on game pass um, oh yeah because you like to you have to give out the code yeah if like it's on game pass um heard good things about it but uh i'll, I'll I've heard check good it things out too. Yeah. i've heard good things too it's like a cyberpunk like noir point and click game yeah it looks cool it looks really cool not my cup of tea usually but it looks nice i might play it um dragon age 2 is also available on the cloud right now which is pretty cool i mean dragon age is a pretty popular rpg franchise so to see that on the cloud is pretty neat uh, everyone hated dragon age 2 though yeah everyone did hate too but is the hate like still there even like when did that game come out like 10 12 years ago is that hate like still like really strong i Think, I mean, no one ever talks about it, so it's hard to say, but yeah, I, I think it is still there. I don't know, whenever the discussion comes up, it just, Dragon Age 2 just gets swept under the rug. I played Dragon Age 1, and I liked it. I never finished it, because yeah. honestly, the game's like, it's really old school, which is fine. I like it, but it's just, it's a long game, so... Yeah. I never finish it. I, w- I want to, though. I'm going to get back into it and finish it one day. Because I did like what I was playing. And it runs on the uh, Knights of the Old Republic engine, which I fucking love. So, I don't know. I might get back into it one day. 
And then Inquisition. Uh, everyone hated yeah. Inquisition, too. Not everyone. Everyone hated Inquisition. Well, I, I heard it was, like, kind of iffy. I know some people hated it. Some people liked it. It was, like, yeah. a compromise between, like, what one did and what two did. The biggest complaint I had is that it's, like, I've heard it's, like, it's too big for its own good. That the yeah. Inquisition was supposed to be, like, super bloated. With just so that's much content that's, like, almost overwhelming <laughs> bloated bloated and like repetitive at the same time i think yeah which how bad is that really like if you can just skip like the bloated content or if that's not possible i don't know yeah, um i think you can't skip most of it i think that's what people recommended they were like no just get out of the first area don't yeah, do all the, don't do all the side, side quests yeah. yeah which is like my big problem with like ubisoft games dude so actually, there is another game I want to talk about. I, I, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, because yeah. it's a solid game. It does the Breath of the Wild thing very well, but it's got that Ubisoft shit where there's so much like side content, and the game like tells you about it all from the beginning. Like you know when you hit a when you hit a tower, it's like oh here's all this shit you can do within like a fifty mile radius of that tower, and it's just so much like bullshit. Some of it you can't even do yet, honestly, until you have the right equipment, but it still tells you it's there. Yeah. And that was my problem with fucking Watch Dogs 1 and 2, is I spent so long chasing the side content that it burned me out of the game, because it was a really repetitive, kind of generic side content that I was doing that instead of the main story, because, you know, it's the side content, I want to finish that before I get to the main quest stuff. And it burns me out of the game. And that happened with me with uh, Immortals. So I might, I'm going to give that a break. Isn't with Immortals, but like that shit like is the game though, right? Like the side shit is the shit you, you do. I mean, it has a main thing, but the side shit is what the, is the game. It's the game. I spent so long like chasing it. Like I burned myself out of it. And the problem is like, because you can chase that stuff early on. I'm chasing it with like starting abilities. So it's really repetitive as I don't have like this big like swatch of moves to like play around with. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a me problem. I know it's a me problem. It's not a problem with the game because like I don't have to chase it right now. I can wait till later in the game to do it, but it's there. So I'm gonna do it now. And I burn myself out of it because I don't have all these abilities that make the game fun yet, but I'm chasing all this content. So where I should only be like, maybe like an hour or two with these starting abilities. I'm like five, six hours in <laughs> playing with those same abilities. So it's burning me out of the game really easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a me problem. Like it's not a detriment to the game. Like the game's cool. It does a lot of really cool things. It has a lot of cool ideas. But it's a me problem. And I don't think I had that problem with Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild didn't tell you, here's all this shit. You know, you kind of discovered it as you played through. Even if you climbed in a tower, it wasn't like, oh, here's all this shit. You know, it gave you, like, some insights on the stuff around you, but it didn't tell you everything was where, like, where Immortals does. And again, it's a me problem. Like, I know not everyone's going to have this problem like I am, but it's something I'm dealing with. Yeah. So don't take my review, like, too seriously. Like, go play Immortals. Like, it's still solid. If you want to scratch that Breath of the Wild itch, go play it. But if you have that problem like I do, it's going to, it's there. Um, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare is available on the cloud right now. Good so news. if you know it's a trend here, these are EA games <laughs> are yeah. available for cloud now, which is exciting because these games have been on like uh, console or PC. 
So to see them come to cloud now, it's really cool to see EA kind of supporting that and really giving you that value for that Game Pass subscription. Um, on top of Plants vs. Zombies, we got Star Wars Squadrons. Um, Life is Strange True Colors is dropping April 12th Yes, for cloud console and PC, glad which I is waited. cool. Yeah, same. I'm really glad I waited. Um, Panzer Corps 2 is going to be available April 12th for PC. I have never heard of that. Is that like a never, Panzer Dragoon thing? You've never heard of the Ultimate Strategy Game? Oh, that's the problem. It's a strategy game. So, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard uh, of it. It's indie. I, it's not a Panzer Dragoon thing. It's yeah, I, I looked it up. It's like a like Panzer Tanks. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I've never... I'm not a big strategy game guy, so that's probably why I've never heard of it. And then we have the Dungeon... <laughs> Tactical RPG pass. Oh, I think I did remember this. Like, it's like a tactical turn-based RPG with, like, D&D elements. That's my dog. Sorry about that. Um, I did hear about this. This actually looks pretty cool. I might play this when that drops on the 12th. And then we got Lost in Random. That's dropping April 14th. That's coming out the latest. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. Yes, you have. What is that? Have I? Are you sure? We, we looked at some of the trailers before they 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 put oh, out. Oh yes, but... yes, I do remember. It was like it's like a three D platformer, right? Yeah. With like some really weird like dice elements. I remember. Yeah, this looked cool. Oh, this game's already out. I thought it was not out yet. Is it already out? Really? It came out six months ago. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember this. This looked cool. Yeah, I remember I this. Yeah, same. I like. I well, I technically didn't wait. I forgot it existed until now. But yeah, I remember this. Yeah, it was like this three D platform with like this weird like Tim Burton like style to it. Yeah. With like third person shooter elements. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, this looked cool. I remember like being into this and like I immediately forgot about it when we stopped cut when that sh episode ended. Um, <laughs> feel bad now because this looks cool, but I mean it's coming out on the fourteenth for Game Pass, so I'll still get a chance to try it. It's coming out on cloud console and PC, so I can definitely play it. Um, so in some quickie news, we got Unreal Engine Five is now available to all developers. Which, exciting. I mean, anytime when there's a new engine, you know, a new update to Unreal Engine, I think the world gets a little excited, you know, seeing graphically what it can do. Yeah. And, and this looks cool. Developers is able to use it for using Unreal Engine 5. So, which is super cool. 
And I don't know if you checked out their uh, page, but there are some sample projects they have that are available. So when you explore Unreal Engine 5, you can actually download the city sample that was in the uh, Matrix uh, Unreal experience. Yeah. So that's really cool. You can just download that and play with it and check it out. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, which yeah, I think they finally put out that that Matrix thing is finally out on PC, which is was it was not for since it came out. So, oh yeah, I remember out. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Fortnite, Fortnite is cool. using Fortnite's using Unreal Five now. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think they announced that with. With like the last like season update, yeah, the start of chapter three, they flipped to Unreal Engine five. I don't know why they put flipped in. Maybe that's some Fortnite lingo, but is it like, is it noticeably different or not? Visually, I don't know. They're saying giving players their first taste of these powerful new features. They put out a whole like little conference about the Unreal Engine. So I didn't watch it. It's like thirty minutes, so but yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. watch thirty minutes of Fortnite content. Well, it's not Fortnite <laughs> content; it's <laughs> Unreal Engine content. Oh, so, oh, now we're talking about Fortnite still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. I might watch that Unreal conference then. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Probably not. You know, it's all as much as I would like to watch it. It's all like game dev stuff that mostly goes over my head. So yeah. It's, as cool as it would be to do it, you know, it's not. I'm not the target audience for that, and I'm okay to admit it. But yeah, Unreal Engine 5 looks dope, so that'll be cool to see. Um, I'm excited to see what the new Tomb Raider looks like on that. You know, I can't wait till they release some uh, gameplay videos or some discussions on it, see what it yeah. looks like. So the new Tomb Raider, they said, is... Like, it's the, fir like the first three of the past new trilogy were like they were like retelling the story they were like it was like a do-over pretty much and now that those are complete this this new game is supposed to be like the the lara croft you remember like the the real shit the real lara croft no she oh so like tickle bitties well no pistols. i mean just no. her like experience in the tomb raiding ah industry. so this isn't like this isn't like the like the rookie, like scared Laura Croft. Yeah. This is like this is hardened, like, like yeah. world renowned explorer Laura Croft. Okay. Yeah. So should be should be that'll exciting. be cool to see. Yeah. I still gotta play like I be, I played the first Tomb Raider game that they did. I haven't played the the next two, but I've heard the second one's like really really good. Yeah, they're all they're all good. Yeah, I'll I'll check them out again then before this new one comes out. They're they're probably like cheap, and I think the second one was free on Epic, so let's download that and play it. But yeah, that's really cool. I can't wait till that comes out. Um, and some trailers and videos. You know, we got Return to Monkey Island. I forgot this was happening. I remember it was announced like forever ago. Yeah, it's being it's being uh produced by Devolver, which is really cool. I like devolver stuff devolver but it's a it's a ron gilbert game yeah uh, i think the last i think it's the the thimbleweed park is the guys that made that mm -hmm. um 
I've also been like intent intending on going back and playing again. Not again. I played a little bit of it, very little, but yeah. I've never played any of these point click adventure games, like the Monkey Island games, but I've heard good things about them. I've heard they're really funny. Yeah, I never played Monkey Island, but I know Ron Gilbert is like a, he's a veteran, and with with these games and Dave Grossman. Yeah. So. That'll be cool to see. I've always wanted to get into them, so hopefully this is like a remake, right? Or is this like a totally new game? I think it's a totally new game. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's right here. Up. Return to Monkey Islands uh follow up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got I gotta play the first one then. <laughs> well they remade the first two games, didn't they? Or am I making I that think, up? I think there are more modernized versions of those games somewhere. I think. So yeah, I don't even know where you would would start with the with the Monkey Island. So that might be that yeah, might be something to look into. Yeah, I'm about to do some googling. Um, and and the games nobody asked for. Rainbow Six Mobile got an announcement trailer. <laughs> yeah, but you know I... what? It looks okay. It looks like not bad. It looks better. It than looks like a game. game. Yeah. Well, yeah. th th this trailer is in 4K. I don't, I don't know. Ubisoft's very good at their fucking trailers, by the way. Like, they make that shit look fucking good. So, I wouldn't trust their trailers, but I don't know. This game looks good. It looks uh, a lot better than it has any right to be. Like, you can forget it's like a mobile game. It doesn't sure. look like a mobile game. Yeah. This is a 4K video, so you're not getting... <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna look like this in actuality, but it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. It looks like Siege. Just I guess it's yeah. on mobile. We'll see how that works. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you ever played Call of Duty Mobile, you'll know that it's like fucking. I don't know what it is. People think they're good at that game. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, I had a friend who was just not. He doesn't like play a lot of video games. But he got Call of Duty Mobile, and he was like, "Dude, I'm so fucking good at this game, man. Look at this. I just want. I went 300 and zero, and I'm like, okay, you're not playing against like humans, though. You realize this, right? Like they're all like bots. I don't know if they're bots. Whenever if you ever played that game, you'll notice how bad everyone fucking is, and it just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like there's anyone else actually playing those games. I've never played any of them, so I don't know. You you have to try it just to see what how like bad it is. It, okay, it's such I a, might. It's such an ego booster. How bad everyone else is. You don't know if they're bots or if they're real people or or not. My but, brother's like super into it. Well, he was for a while. I don't know if he still is, but he was super into trying to get me to download it. But I'm like, nah, man. I haven't played a Call of Duty since like Ghost, and I want to keep it that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that mobile game. It's very popular. But you look know, at it yeah. and you go like, are they, are these actual fucking people or is this? Because everyone's so fucking brain dead. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to to look at that game and, and be like, well, because it's the same thing that Super Mario, uh, the Mario Kart game, was doing, where it was like, yeah, every everything you you're you're racing, there was like bots, and it <laughs> makes you feel good about winning when in, in actuality you're just playing against brain dead AI made to look like real people because they'll, they'll give them names that look like real that's usernames. Real? Yeah, yeah. But they're actually bots. 
So, yeah, it's like they, they try, they do it on purpose. Well, fuck. <laughs> well, never, I might check it out then, just so I could, like, talk to shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and in some good-looking games, you got Rogue Legacy 2, just got an animated release date trailer. This looks cool, dude. I, I played yeah. the first Rogue Legacy. I wasn't, like, too impressed with it. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, the first Rogue Legacy is kind of basic. But this one, though... There's like a ton of like weapons and abilities. Some dude like shot a Kamehameha wave like towards the end of the trailer there. <laughs> Rogue Legacy was like the original. Like I feel like Rogue Legacy was the resurgence in roguelike games. It was, it was one very... of the games that was in that resurgence. Yeah, I don't think it's I want to say Binding of Isaac like popularized it and started the trend. But Rogue Legacy yeah. would definitely like rode the well, wave of it. Cause it, it like Rogue Legacy mixed it up with, like it just had a bunch of new ideas that that hadn't been done before. Like the- it is neat, and why? Remember, like another cool thing about it is that sometimes your kids would like have like uh what is it um like some genetic traits too that were like bad like yeah the kid was like colorblind or like demented or something i remember there's like some other stuff with yeah. it you'd be like claustrophobic so yeah i don't know if that was a real thing but you have gigantism so if you were a, a giant you would do more damage but you would you you're like, like slower and you're like a bigger yeah, target. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Rogue Legacy 2 is actually like available for early access right now. Yeah, it's been in early it's access. Been early access. It's like 2020, it looks like. This is the the official release yeah. announcement, the 1.0. Yeah. yeah, and that's at the drop the 28th. Uh what's cool is that it's actually coming to Steam, Epic Games, and Xbox. No word on PlayStation yet, which is interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Especially since like the first time I played Rogue Legacy, it was free on uh, PlayStation Plus. It's the first time I played it, so this will be cool to see. I gotta go back and replay Rogue Legacy because I haven't played it in a while, or maybe just wait for the sequel. And in some other trailers, you got Serious Sam Tormental coming out. Serious Sam is such an interesting IP, dude. It's been like everything. There's a serious, you know, you got the main series like FPS games. And even the FPS games, there's like, there's differences in the yeah. all the way to four. Those are all different. Actually, I bought and, this game and I played it a little bit. Yeah, it's a uh, like a dun- an overhead dungeon crawler. Is it good? You liked it? It's still in early access, and you can tell yeah. it's a little rough, but. Uh, I like the idea. I like the concept. It's basically like Enter the Gungeon, but with Serious Sam shit. Which um, is cool. I can get yeah. behind that. Yeah. It's not it's doing... A... Uh, it's not doing anything crazy or unique, but 
what it, it does the thing that you want it to do pretty well. So there's a Which jump is... button. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, Which... but... It's funny you mention that because like Serious Sam has dived into like other genres. There's like a Serious Sam like yeah, 2D side scroller. There's a Serious Sam like turn-based RPG. You know, what was it called? The Random Encounter, I think is what it was called. Yeah, Serious Sam the Random Encounter. So, it, they've dived into like other styles of game before. So this is nothing new. This is honestly the 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 I think the the game that makes the most sense if I'm being totally honest. You know, this yeah. Enter the Gungeon style like roguelike. I feel like they've done this before. I don't remember, but if they did, I don't know. I think you're thinking of the the random encounter. They're like turn based RPG. Uh. But yeah, it was like ten bucks or some shit. Like it's. It's on sale right now and in, in early access, so it uh it seems pretty it seems pretty it seems like they'll get somewhere with this. I don't know. It's it's pretty fun already. That's good. I might check it out. I love me some serious Sam, so it'll be cool to check out. Yeah. Now we have Half Life Alex Levitation. Did I pronounce it? yeah, Levitation. Yeah. This is a, a mod. It's a, it's a fan-made mod you can just download from the workshop. And I'll be honest, hard to tell that this is a mod because yeah. it looks very high quality. <laughs> like, I don't know what, I don't know what of this, how much of this is like completely user-made or, or, because I know like Valve is very, very good at giving users the tools the same tools that they use, like the 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 workshop shit, or the, yeah. the, the source the source shit, uh, the like Valve just gives that away and and just lets people just make shit. Sometimes to their detriment, like with uh, God, what was that like Half Life fan game that came out that people were charging money for? You know what oh, I'm talking about. Remember that? No, I don't remember that. Like, there's was, there's was a Half Life game that came out like years ago, and it was like straight garbage, and it was like licensed by Valve, and it was like dog shit. It was total dog shit. What was it called? You play as like some dude who's trying to take down Gordon because he like fucked up. He fucked you up in like the first Half Life game. God, you don't you don't know what I'm talking about, really? I like have it came no out. Idea. Hold on, hold on. I mentioned, I can't remember the fucking name, dude. Hunt down the Freeman. That was it. You remember Hunt down the Freeman? Oh. No, I, I missed that whole thing. Oh, dude. So it popped up randomly on Steam for like $10 or something. And it had like the, the, the Half-Life like Lamba symbol in the title. So I remember seeing it. I'm like, is this a new Half-Life game? I got like all excited. But the reviews were all bad, and it was a it was a license it was a it was a fan game that someone had licensed that Valve had licensed to these like random indie devs, and it, it's dog shit. <laughs> like the the reviews are terrible for it. But it's not like a free to play game. Like this is this cost ten dollars on Steam. I think it was twenty when it came out. 
it's like it's crazy to me that this happened. So now with because of that, I'm like hesitant because the trailer didn't look too bad for that. Yeah. So because of Hunt Down the Freeman, I'm kind of hesitant with this Levitation trailer. But I mean, it looks like it looks good. It looks good. It's free. So at least it will be free. According to what these guys are saying. So that's cool. Honestly, any Half-Life like stuff I'm into. I, I fucking love Half-Life and I can't wait for when if Valve ever is going to make a three. They're probably not. Probably never. But. Any new Half-Life content I get excited for, even if it's fan-made stuff. Pyrocynical and this put out a, a video this this hunt down the freeman so I'm have to Cynical put out a video um fun fact um I hate everything put out a video on it too and he was actually one of the voice actors in the game oh wow <laughs> and he was never paid so he kind of he shit talks the game quite a bit check out I hate everything's video on it too like he did a really good video on it too he mainly criticized the story he doesn't talk too much about like the video game aspect of it. He mostly talks about the story stuff because that's what he was there for. But yeah, any video, honestly, the videos about Hunt, Hunt Down the Freeman are better than the fucking game itself. So <laughs> you can't do bad watching those. I want to take attention away from this project, though. Half-Life Alex Levitation looks cool. It looks like it could be neat. I still got to get me a VR so I can play Half-Life Alex. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I, I don't want to buy a whole fucking VR system just for one game, though, so... Um, it's worth it for VR chat. I don't know. VR chat's really cool. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, yeah, just, just the, like the random shit you just run into in there. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of worth it. I might check it out then. I got some money, so I might check it out. We'll see how I feel. Um, yeah. and this actually, I didn't know what to fucking think of this. I thought this was a porn game because of the name, but yeah, well, it might as well be. <laughs> yeah, Seven Pirates H. At first, yeah. I was like, oh, what is this? Like a RPG, like survival game? It's a uh, part of the Genkai Toki series, which I never heard of. But the first like minute of game, the first part of gameplay, eleven seconds in, this chick's using this move arousal and just like touching all over herself. <laughs> so this game knows what it's doing. Uh, so from what I understand, this game came out on the Vita, where all of these games come came out. And, That's uh, why it looks like this. But it okay. was never, it never made it to the U.S. So this is the first U.S. release of this on the Switch, exclusive to the Switch. Uh, where... say that's why it looks like this. It looks like yeah. a Vita game. <laughs> Switch, which is the new home of all fucking porn games. So, which kind of funny to me that Nintendo's publishing these games uncensored, but Sony isn't. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, really funny to the, me. Uh description here uh with the special booby training system you can control the bust size of the all-female crew for stat boosts bigger for increased power and defense or smaller for improved speed and agility that's amazing what <laughs> oh and it's like an interactive mini game like about 45 seconds in it's like an interactive yeah. mini game where you work their boobs out that's insane Oh yeah. my god, that is insane, dude. 
<laughs> this is an RPG SRPG though. It's got like side quests and like min-maxing stats. It looks like it could horny. be fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just really horny. <laughs> Which could be like, you know, a detriment or a perk, depending on who you who you talk to. Yeah, I'll be uh I'll be checking this game out just for uh research yeah. purposes. So Yeah, for science. Yeah. <laughs> Is this game only available on a uh, online? Because the, the link to it here is on a uh, for East Asia software, which is like a. If I remember correctly, that's like um. Oh no! Hold on. Okay, so you can buy it on the eShop. It looks like, or you can buy it. That looks like a physical copy is only available from this website. Oh, nice. But how do I like get it physical? I don't see a buy now option. I'm like fucking researching this now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Play Asia. Uh, you can get it from Play Asia. Play Asia. There we go. So East Asia Soft is the developers, I guess. I guess Play Asia is where I have to get it physical. Yeah. But it's not. It's the it's the Asian version of the game. So it might not. Really, this looks like it's in English. It's it's in English. Like the the Asian versions have English shit, but it's it's from it's the Asian version of the game that it will just have English shit in it. Yeah. I think it's like those limited edition book and box set and stuff are all in English. But whatever. I might like check this out now. <laughs> this looks, I mean, it looks, it, you know, fan service aside, it looks like it might be a fun RPG. <laughs> yeah. Like fan service and boobies aside, it looks like it might be a fun RPG. So this might be cool to check out. Um, and some game releases. We got 13 Sentinels, I guess, Rim dropping on Nintendo Switch April 12th. Honestly, about time this came to Switch. This seems like it might be a perfect Switch game. Yeah, I would like it on PC, but uh, same. I could, I would rather it on Switch than PS4. So, and this looks cool. My my big concern is that like, it's like a point and click adventure game mostly, because the uh, there is like some combat, but it's very bare bones basic combat have you seen the combat for this game yeah yeah it's like um God, it's almost like a tower defense game it looks like with very yeah. like simple like ui elements i i hear the story is like phenomenal about this. yeah game, that's what everyone so. tells me that's what everyone tells me so i might check it out for that and it's got english and japanese dubs right so you can play it either way yeah and the art is incredible my god dude vanilla puts out some beautiful art in their games so this looks really really cool this is a game i was super excited for until i saw like the gameplay then i got less excited but hearing the story about the story being good it's won quite a few awards for a story it's kind of perked my interest again so i might check it out for that reason and the game's voice actor, so I'm not going to be reading everything. 
God, this art is incredible. I can't be believe how good this game looks. Like, <laughs> I wish more games had this like 2D art style because it's so pretty. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of work to just like yeah. fucking draw everything. Yeah, I know, and it's a bummer because it looks so cool. I would love more games to have it. I think this is like Vanilla's like best looking game, if I'm being honest. Like Dragon's Crown looks really good, but this is like a whole other level. I I think it's too brown for me. I I, I like the Odin Sphere. Odin Sphere looked good. A lot more colorful. Everything kind of just pops a little better. But yeah, Odin Sphere looks good. I think I like this. The proportions are more realistic. Yeah. Where Dragon's yeah. Crown and Odin Sphere have these like fantasy like proportions to its characters and stuff, but this is yeah. more grounded, more realistic, and that's why I like this one a little bit more. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they're bad. I mean, they're still good. <laughs> they're still really good-looking games. God, this looks incredible. I might actually pick this up on Switch now. <laughs> actually, it's still $60, so maybe not. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's at the drop April 12th, so check that out. April 14th, Nobody Saves the World is dropping on Switch, PS4, PS5. I've talked about this game before. Go get it. It's fucking excellent. Yeah. You know, you can check out our uh, our quick look at it, which isn't really a quick look. It's like, well, like a 30-minute video. But go check out our video on it, you know, on gameoverse.com slash YouTube, where we show off the first, like, what, 10 minutes of the opening of the game, and I show off a little bit towards the middle of the game with some of the what, uh, skill customizations and the class customizations. Yeah. It's incredible. This game is incredible. Um, I, I played this game start to finish. I fucking loved it. The story's excellent. The gameplay is really fun. Seriously, Drink Drinkbox did a great job with this. They knocked it out of the park with this game. Go go check it out. I don't care what you play it on. If it's Steam, PS4, Switch, PS5, go get it. It's excellent. Probably my game of the year. And then uh, we got Tormented Souls. That's set to drop on Nintendo Switch April 14th. Not going to lie, didn't see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> did not see this coming at all. We did check out the demo on that demo derby, what, like, I want to say July of last ago. year when we did yeah. it. Yeah, it was last year for sure. Yeah, we um, checked this out during that demo derby, and it was really cool. It was a very clever throwback to like resident classic resident evil classic alone in the dark with the fixed camera which i liked a lot and the puzzles really neat those puzzles yeah those puzzles gave us some some pushback and i liked it the puzzles weren't easy like they put some work into it yeah and that, that this was the game that made me discover that what resident evil had i guess started the whole hey solve the puzzle from the inventory thing uh, yeah, which I didn't even fucking know about. That was one of the reasons why I never uh, got very far in Resident Evil because I didn't know you had to fucking interact with your inventory. Oh yeah, I think you pick shit. up. You got to examine it, like look at it. Like, yeah, the first Resident Evil was basically a point-and-click adventure game, but with zombies. So yeah, and that's what I liked about it. The zombies and combat were just like another like resource you had to deal with, and. 
this game does that. Like that little bit we played that we we played in that demo was really cool. Um, the character designs don't really jive with it. If I'm being honest, though, like that chick's like outfit does not jive with what's going um, on in this game, like at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty clearly a very budget game. Unity, I would assume, and and I don't know. They got whatever assets they could get. Well, what's funny but, is the other assets that we played in that demo like, kind of jived, but except for the main character and her outfit. Like, that did not yeah. jive at all with this game. Um, Avalanche also did a review on this, and I guess the devs added, like, an alternate costume that's, like, not so distracting. Okay. It's a bit more muted and realistic, so that might be cool to check out. Honestly, that should have been, like, the default. I don't know why they chose this outfit. There's just a lot going on with it. It's like a skirt with a jacket. It looks like an she looks like an anime character. Yeah. Which is weird. Like it, it threw me that's the only my only complaint with it from when we played the the demo is her design is just so like clashing with the game. But everything else was cool though. The the, the puzzles were cool. The creatures were cool. Um, the creatures do that thing where they have their own like sounds that they make. So when they're off screen, if you have headphones on, you can hear them. So it kind of builds that tension because you know what's in the room with you, but you just can't see it. Which is something that Resident Evil does very well is those sound cues. But yeah, so this is coming on Switch. Did not expect that to happen. Um, the game does have some nudity in it from we played. I think it was only in that first part though, from the beginning, right? Yeah. I would assume it's probably more at some point, but yeah. maybe, it's but that's something. Yeah. So that's something If that bugs you, maybe stay away from it, but we only saw it in the beginning and I don't think it's going to be censored on switch, honestly, because Nintendo's had a pretty good track record of not censoring their games on switch. Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely worth checking out. I might actually buy this game. Not on switch. Fuck that. I'm going to buy it on PC. Um, yeah, it's like 20 bucks. It's been down yeah. to like, it's been like half off or some some shit. So, yeah, which would be cool to see because I I did like what I was seeing here and I kind of want to scratch that itch a little bit. But yeah, that's gonna do it for the show, everybody. This is our hundredth episode, so round of applause yeah. <laughs> to us for sticking with it this long. <laughs> You know, here's to the last hundred. Hopefully, we got another hundred more. I just, I love doing this. Like, you know, we joke around a lot. We have a lot of fun here on the show, but I do like doing this. And I look forward to every week, honestly. Yeah. And I'm glad that I can be here to do this with you and anyone that's in the audience listening right now. Guys, we do this live. So come check us out. Tell the people they can find us. What's happening? Guys, you can go to gamerverse.com. Gamerverse.com slash Twitch. Gamerverse.com slash youtube gamerverse.com slash discord where we're always hanging out chatting talking about the latest happenings and whatnots in the video game industry so uh jump in there talk to us have fun with us uh we playing some video games we're definitely gonna check out the chinatown detective agency that's what it's called right yeah um yeah be checking out some video games so uh yeah definitely definitely join us hambo hambo's in the up, hambo? hambo's in the crying club that's all right cry with us we got your back 
We'll help you through your rough times. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it, people. Thank you. Yes, everybody. Thank you.